Hey everybody, Simone here. I just wanted to let you know two quick things. First, this is a two-part episode. We had so much fun that we are splitting this one up into two bite-sized pieces for you. And the other thing is that you might notice that my audio isn't as great as everyone else's during this hangout session. I'm sorry about that. I don't think it's too bad to release. And we had such a great time. We wanted to share it anyways. So thanks for forging ahead with us and for having a great time. Hey, friend. Hey, fiend. Today, I am introducing you to my friend, AJ, who lives in Roslindale, Massachusetts. Hello. (laughs) I am particularly excited because he's our first guest that has his own podcast. Mm -hmm. So we we get to nerd out about that together a little bit. (laughs) Um, Paris, who are you bringing today? So today I've invited one of my oldest friends, Fraser, uh, who lives in Culver City, California, and I'm very excited. So ready to jump in? I can't wait. Let's do it. Okay, so you guys, welcome to My Friends Friends, our podcast where we introduce our friends to each other, play some games, and talk all things friendship. All we're right. so glad. Yay! We're so glad to have both of you. How are you? Very well. Thank you for having me. I can't speak for Fraser. <laughs> I was going to say thank you for having us, but thank you <laughs> at the very least for having me. I pre- I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate you um, you know, already being friendly. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> the theme of the show. So <laughs> yeah, I'm I am good to answer that question. So yes. Cheers. Mm. So uh, the first thing that we like to do on the podcast is talk about how we met one another. So I'm curious, AJ, can you tell us how you and Simone met? I'm so excited about this. It's one of those (laughs) things where Simone and I have known each other since before we could remember because our parents have been going to the same uh, really indescribable semi-cultish gathering uh, (laughs) in Boca Raton, Florida uh, Mm -hmm. for for the week in between Christmas and New Year's mm-hmm. uh, for several decades. I have never missed a New Year's in Boca Raton. This week, beca- this year because of COVID will probably be the first year I miss it. Mm. And um, Simone's lovely parents, um, Scott and Linda, and my parents, Charlie and Carol, they have been going to this gathering uh, because of their mutual friends, my godmother, and Simone's godmother too, I think, Carolyn Mugar, a.k.a. a.k.a. Muggy. You know, to the Tony. Our extended family is what I call. I call everybody my extended family that I'm not related to. That's right. <laughs> because That's right. my one connection was my grandpa, um, who was friends with Carolyn Muggy, and um, he's passed away. Shout out! To, shout out to Tony Mazaki. Tony Mazaki, yeah. So. And we the the just how the antithesis of what we're supposed to do in COVID. It was 35 people staying in one house. And Seriously. It is, no not, it is not a, it is not a house that is. It's in, it's in uh, this thing in Boca Raton, Florida called Royal Palm way, which is full of all these extravagant 10, you know, eight figure Million. homes. Yeah. And 
Royal 1991 Royal Palm Way where we stay is the oldest house, the only house that was built, um, I think, in the early 60s, 61 or something like that. And it, it's very incredibly retro. We are the riffraff is what we call, <laughs> yeah. call ourselves. And the entire week is mostly spent just everybody hanging out outside and uh, sitting and reading and frankly having lots of various drinks and snacks throughout the day and then eating big dinners and watching movies at night. It's all uh, a, a massive hangout. We don't really go out and about into Boca Raton very much. Uh, although this past year we did go to a karaoke, go to a karaoke night, which I enjoyed. Oh, that's so especially, because, especially, especially because, especially because karaoke may never, ever be a thing ever again. I know. Yeah. Oh. The same mic as somebody. Mm-mm. Hi, oh. do you want to sing into this microphone? I just spat all over. Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, I I, as, I feel like just interjecting there couldn't an easy fix be like some kind of permeable cover that you dispose of like disposable basically yeah the same the same way they, they take your temperature and then pop that little plastic cover off mm-hmm. of the hospital that's sort of the, yeah. the eventual solution to karaoke as someone who hosted karaoke pre-pandemic I'm hoping that's the yeah. solution I mean, eventually you guys will probably be uh, labeled essential workers anyway. So (laughs) (laughs) So just get ready. Get ready for that. I had uh, a crush on Simone when I was younger. Oh, we both. We had big crushes. I mean. You know, that's it's Simone has grown up and I, we sort of, I think, rightly acknowledge each other as the brother and sister. And yeah. I've gotten to know Andre because Andre's come the last couple of uh, Bocas and he's yeah, right in. When and, we were in the States. Yeah. And now, and now you're, you're, you know, thousands and thousands of miles away I know. Uh, across the pond, but like living your best life, not to mention you shouldn't really yeah. want to be in the U S of a. Yeah, I, you guys are lucky. <laughs> get, get, get we out. Are, get we are, but I will just say <laughs> like, it mm. like hurts my heart because our this like experience that we have together is so ingrained in who I am and how I think about the world and how I think about food and gathering and friendship and like it is such a microcosm of joy to me and I just want to be there with like all of my being. <laughs> Definitely, mm-hmm. I, I, the, the, the FOMO I'm sure is is definitely real. It's going to be real for all of us this year when it doesn't happen. I, my mom said one time, she's like, AJ, what have I taught you as a, as a mother? And I said, I think you've taught me to have good food with uh, good friends with as good often people. as you can. Yeah, with good mm-hmm. people, and that's that's uh, essentially what Boca is. But it's also multi generational. I sort of think of mm-hmm. the original uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, where it's like multi generational household mm, living all, in all one thing yeah it sounds like it's a pretty accurate description what you've said it's yeah. not that much of a joke when you actually think about like wait there's people in the garage sleeping like okay <laughs> that's where i stayed when i was younger yeah. the garage hmm. very but cool that's how simone and i met yeah very cool oh i like i like it because <laughs> we we so I had a similar group of people like that, that we would do and not, not as, uh, not as every year like you guys, but we would celebrate Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving together and, uh, do trips. And it was the same idea. There were like 
12 kids and we were all sleeping in one room, uh, you know, in the, um, you got sleeping in one room in, the... in <laughs> you English. Got you got this. And then, what is it in German? Tell us. Dach. The, um, like the top. The, the attic. Loft. The attic. The attic. Or loft, yeah, attic or loft. Yes, thank you. <laughs> we got there. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, okay. Mm, very nice. Very nice. Paris, how did you and Fraser meet? Ooh. Is it up to me to answer? Is that you can answer? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fraser, how did you and Paris meet? <laughs> Either one. No. So we can. Uh, yeah, let go for it, Fraser. <laughs> Okay. And then I'll so, tell my version. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember a lot, but this is what I do remember. Okay. So um, I was really young when I moved into the neighborhood, the street that Paris also lived on. I remember mm-hmm. the, the first time I remember meeting Paris was at Paris's birthday. She was having a birthday party at her house. Yeah. Um, and I guess her mom had seen my mom across the street and was like, come on over. Cause that was Donna, you know, she was just like, come on over, you know? Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, okay. So, you know, <laughs> she, sure. Sure. You know, I'm yeah. tired of moving with this little kid with me. Yeah. Let's get her over there. You know, um, as, as a, as a preschool teacher, I understand now it's like, I can't do this with you, Frazier. Mm. I have to lift the heavy box. You know, I, I can't do both, you know? So anyway, I remember being walked over and Paris came out of the house. I was super excited, like another new friend to like come to the party, I guess. And the first thing I remember Paris being was like, my sister fell asleep in the bathtub. Do you want to come see? <laughs> wow. Four years old. That's the first thing she says to me. Super excited. My sister fell asleep in the bathtub. Do you want to come see? <laughs> so she really, that, oh my god! Dangerous. <laughs> I mean, okay. we lived. The there was da- there was danger in our household. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Paris walks me in and literally just creaks open the door and there's her little sister just conked out in the bathroom, in the bathtub. I mean, it wasn't very deep water. There was enough her face was like above. Like it's not nothing, nothing, okay. you know, like yeah. no, nothing scary, but it was pretty funny. She was, from what I remember, like making some like snoring noises and stuff. Um, but oh that's what gosh. I remember the first time meeting Paris. And then after that, it was like literally... There was not a day I didn't see Paris, I feel like. No. We lived right across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. So literally, like, the second I got home from school, like, I would make sure I got my homework done. Or if I yep. could finagle doing homework at Paris's house, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we just, like, literally every moment of free time was spent together. Um, yeah. So so the really funny thing is, though, I have no recollection of this. <laughs> because it none. The bathtub. None. Of your sister falling asleep in a bathtub. No. I was a terrible older sister. I am a terrible older sister. No, I was... She was really so cute. That sounds well, adorable. The, so this is this is my version of the story. So it was my fifth birthday, and oh, there were okay. a bunch of people around. And I remember someone came up to me and said, there's a girl in your room who doesn't know anybody, and she's kind of you know, nervous or whatever. And I was like, five-year-old Paris, oh, okay, I'll go take care of that. <laughs> so I went I went into my room and again, like five-year-old Paris, there were like two people in there and I was like, do you know anybody here? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, do you know anybody here? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I left. 
you're not the girl. <laughs> and that was, and I, so I have no recollection really of Fraser on that day at all. Oh but gosh. in my defense, there was a magician and a <laughs> rabbit. Yeah, and I got a rabbit on my birthday that day. And there was, I did end Ooh. up in the bathtub later, <laughs> not with my sister. <laughs> Or the rabbit, no, I'm guessing. Another friend of mine. <laughs> so I have no, I know that Fraser was there, but I have no recollection of this. But like she said, m- basically every single childhood memory. So we've now known each other for 27 years. And every childhood memory is us together playing outside, eating dinner together, yeah. finagling something, making up games. And or, we used to pretend to be spies a lot. Oh yeah, because we, we lived on the same block. Oh, that's spy on the neighbors yeah. and like, like Make take notes up. and stuff. <laughs> so weird. I love that that's your friendship story too, because I feel like I have so many great memories with AJ, like pool time, pool mm. memories, like you know, just making up like games and endless, like how when you're a kid. Like the day can last mm-hmm. forever and a game, you can make up a game out of nothing. Yep. And I'm, I mean, I owe my soccer career to Frazier. Like she's the reason of <laughs> I played soccer. And then she's also the reason I have no boundaries when it comes to like people's houses. <laughs> because it was nine o'clock on a Saturday and I would just show up at the house and her mom yeah. would be like, go wake her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is this the is the best way to wake up. Oh my god, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, with a friend waking so, you up. But this yeah. is why I have no boundaries at houses, is because <laughs> Fraser's house was my house and my house was Fraser's house. And then Frasier, when I go you'd, to you'd be asleep at nine o'clock on a Saturday? Yeah. Actually, you know what? Sleep. Of our friends, we were not the latest I was not the latest this sleeper. Is, we had another friend who would yeah. sleep till two PM on a Saturday. Unheard of. Unheard of. I was thinking I nine nine p.m. and I wasn't, oh. I wasn't properly yeah. thinking about nine a.m. <laughs> she she at every age she could still just continue to sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. Now she has a baby, so maybe it's not so possible. Impossible. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. Oh, meals. Oh, so meals. Do you know what's so funny? I was actually. Have you guys seen that show, Bob's Burgers? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know the mom on Bob's Burgers. Yeah, Linda Belcher. Yeah, I had this revelation watching it yesterday that our friend Amelia is gonna be that mom, like for mm-hmm. her kids, like singing little songs and like, oh, I love you, little cheeks and ba do you know. <laughs> that's if, Paris Ramona. If you guys have not watched oh, that God. show, my that's it's the show that no. it's the show that my mom and I watch together. The part. yeah, I I remember your mom because she didn't... she was she was Bob Belcher for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> A year or two ago. Also, for context, AJ's mom, up until mm-hmm. very recently, for 27, 26 and a half, if we get 27, she owned and ran this amazing, like, community touch point of a restaurant slash bowling alley oh. slash karaoke, um, karaoke slash, like, yeah. it was. So it was called, magical. It was like called that- Bella Luna. Thank you, Simone. Yeah. She's, cool. Yeah. My, my mom's my hero, and she ran that place. And uh, mm. she relates to Bob's Burgers in the sort of 
quirkiness of it and just the you're constantly just trying to keep the keep everything together you plug mm. one hole and two two more things break and uh it was great and then and then covid shut it down uh r.i.p mm. luna that's just, that's just sort of yeah. how it goes it was a great run she started it the same year she had me which i don't know how that's possible but wow <laughs> yeah i think oh one of the gosh. reasons that i love watching a show like bob's burgers is because it's about uh, a family that actually loves each other and it's about a little mm-hmm. restaurant and there's a little burger that's written on the chalkboard that has a different pun each episode and oh, uh, I, like I think that I think that it's a good show. Something yeah. burger Bob's Burgers related at Bella Luna I think they did yes no they did do a Bob's Burgers related no you did not make that up I think that lots and lots and lots of TV shows, there's just more TV shows than ever. Maybe that slows down in the next couple of months because stuff can't get recorded for COVID, but there's mm-hmm. very few shows that make you feel warm. <laughs> there mm-hmm. aren't actually that many. <laughs> and Bob's Burgers is one of them. So shout oh. out. Yeah. Can you relate it to, because in my head, I'm remembering that I want to say the makers of Family Guy well, so uh, like the, me, Burgers is a Fox show, which is the same network that uh, did Family Guy. But the voice actor for Bob is H. John Benjamin, who is also the voice of Sterling Archer on the TV show Archer. So, and he was on his voice was also on uh, Family Guy. I'm a Family Guy. Mo- I'm a, yeah, Frazier is a. <laughs> yeah. You can swear. Okay, I was going to say, I'm not a fucker. I fuck with that show, for sure. Family, family <laughs> Guy has definitely made me laugh a lot. There's a lot of a lot of jokes that have not aged great into 2020, but uh, oh, and a lot of sure. parts of that show. But you're right. I th- I forget who H. John Benjamin voices on. He's the uh, uh, um, guy who works at the quick, like the quickie mark kind of guy. Um, he works That's at the right. store. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he Can knows all the movies. I'm like absolutely loving the two of you meeting because I know zero of what you guys have been talking about for the last five yeah, minutes. <laughs> and I'm like so happy right now. So Bob's Burgers, we need to watch the moon. <laughs> Put it's, this on our list. It's just, it's just really nice and very funny. And, uh, I love all five of the characters and most of the tertiary characters too. Uh, but particularly Gene, the son, who just has zinger after zinger after zinger. So Paris, for some context, um, Gene was me as a kid. Little round, <laughs> broke a swing set, like eating everything. You did super not ADHD. break the swing set, Frazier. I, I did. You guys, yeah, I did. I remember this. I did. It, we had it, a, it didn't uh, just the swing fell off, the actual metal bent in the middle. It wasn't just mm-hmm. like... <laughs> It was old. She did not. It, this is the, it did not break because of Fraser. Oh my god! They Let's were, just make that clear. Was so nice. They were trying. They were like, "Oh, it's so it's okay." But we lived on that swing set, and I broke it. <laughs> and I was like, oh "God, yeah." Well, we lived on the swing set at our house, and in the pool, Fraser had an, an inflatable pool. Yeah. It was legit. Yeah. It lasted for a minute it too. Did. My dad would live out every time. summer. Yeah. yeah, we get we get a whirlpool going. Yes. <laughs> we just sit in like a little Four little here. people can make quite <laughs> some suction. Yeah. <laughs> oh this, as, I'm so curious because I haven't listened to any of the other episodes of my friends' friends. But is this generally just what happens? It's a jump, organic jump off point about how uh, your two friends met you Simone in Paris and then it just and then mm-hmm. it just tangentially takes care of itself the rest of the way or 
Well, we have a couple of more segments that we're going to gotcha. get into very shortly. No, I'm just, I'm just curious um, because every podcast yeah. is, is hosted differently and sort of planned out differently. And I, it's it's interesting to find totally. out in real time how you guys go about it. But well, you're, both, you're both really good at it. Well, thanks. Oh, my gosh. Well, AJ, I have to say that recently I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to have AJ on the show. I really want to dive into... Fighting Fire with Fire, your podcast. And first of all, you have almost 130 episodes published over four years, which is amazing. And I was very intimidated after seeing that. (laughs) And your, your voice in general, but like your podcast voice is incredible. Your interview style is fantastic. Uh, I usually am someone who's red in the face, but I am blushing. That is happening right now. <laughs> the people who are listening to the podcast can't tell, but I am blushing. You deserve Thank you. it. No, uh, I'm not making it up. There's something to be said about a pod needing to have a niche or a specific angle in order to gain some yeah. traction. Mine is all over the place and thus has not, you know, not that many people listen to it, but that's almost not the point. Uh, mm. I did record the the episode that I most recently recorded that I have not uploaded yet is a uh, my friend Amanda, who's a huge Swifty, we reviewed Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore, which I liked. Um, and that will well, probably be going up at some point this week. And that's the thing <laughs> that we've learned about podcasting is this is just fun. I mean, I live, so I moved to Germany in November and I don't know a lot of people in the city that I live in. And when someone and I decided to do this, it was just like, I was I I've been I've I've lived away from California and Culver City for the past 10 years so I had to be virtual or phone friends with people like Fraser for a very long time and then I've moved all over the country in the mm-hmm. US and then also over here in Europe and so the podcast is just fun so I, I, I don't care if nobody listens to it <laughs> just really yeah. we're so pretty cuz we're like it doesn't matter. It's just like, we're just having fun. And then the very next day, I'm like, but look at these subscription numbers. I'm blah, 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 you know? So I think it's like, maybe like, it, it's about, even though you say you might be a little bit all over, it's something about finding your groove or what's interesting to you. Right. And yeah. I don't know, that's kind of how I look at it. So that's why we're mm. still like, we were doing one episode every two weeks and then we're like, let's just do an episode a week. <laughs> Make it happen. Because we were, I was like, I don't want to wait two weeks to release this, to release this episode. You know, okay. I'm sorry. Going off of like what we're saying, like how the podcast is just moving and stuff. I have to say, I don't know if yeah. you guys meant to do this, but you picked people who are really similar, a childhood friends, right? B, it's so funny, AJ, that you mentioned your mom like working through your pregnancy. My mom was a drama teacher and there's literally a video recording of a show that they put her, they wrote her into the show and you see her like, cause it really happened. She directed this huge fundraiser for her school called Cabaret while she was pregnant with me. And so they based the show on her directing it. And you see the actress playing my mom getting bigger and bigger and bigger with her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) you run a podcast and I don't know, Paris, if you remember this, but I I do a little mini radio show for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know if you guys that's meant to do that, cute. but there's a lot of similarities between your guests right now. Like that's you guys are pretty spot on with your coordinating this. <laughs> we we did and we didn't. I think Simone had 
had secured AJ and she was like, this is my friend AJ. And she, I was like months yes. ago, AJ, you are going to be amazing. We have to get you. And so I was just kind of thinking, who do I want? So I just primed AJ to mm. Paris and then she was like, oh, Frasier. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like this is the epitome of my friend's friend's pod. Like there's like mm. already like connections. Yeah. <laughs> They're connecting. <laughs> They're connecting. <laughs> the friend feels, as we say. We could continue and just go like this for the next 30 minutes, but maybe <laughs> Simone wanted to get to the questions. All right. Well, you guys, this is amazing. Speaking of connections. Speaking of connections. So the second segment of the show is what we call 36 questions to fall in love, where we ask you a question from Dr. Aaron Arthur's list of 36 questions that went viral on like the New York Times a few years back. So this list of 36 questions, it's supposed to make any two people fall in love. And we are answering one question as friends. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, or you could fall in love, and I was like, wait a second. Someone is married, and Pedro has a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. and I don't know about your status, AJ. So, I, I mean, I mean, I live in Boston. It's kind of a moot point, isn't it? <laughs> like in terms of the um, geographical. Uh, you mean the ocean? The ocean, the ocean right? Yeah. What are you gonna do after you get through thirty-six podcasts and ask each one of these questions to somebody? We haven't thought that far. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I guess you'll cross that bridge when you It'll come to it. Two times 36 because we actually alternate. Oh, yeah. You uh, so we alternate for so, uh, the group pods every other episode and then just me in Paris every gotcha. other episode. So, but still. If we get to 72. I hope you guys get to 72. It'll be very exciting. Oh, we will. <laughs> I have no doubt. So, Paris, do you want to ask her a question? Yes. So name three things that you and your friend appear to have in common. So first, AJ and Simone are going to go. I mean, that, that's not a, it's not a question. <laughs> I mean, it's yes. a fair point. But, so here, hold on. Can you name three things that you and your friend appear to have in common? There you go. There you go. Boom. <clears throat> I have a couple of things banked. Um... Yeah, I can, I... I can. I can go for. I can say one thing that I think we have in common, and that okay. is, um, just just getting our energy from other people. Hundred percent. I am like a super yeah. extrovert. That's a really. Interesting I'm surprised thing. that you even really. I mean, this maybe this is not giving you enough go credit, on. maybe, or maybe we've talked about this, but I feel that my personality when I'm in Boca can be a little bit more reserved. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on. There are a lot of people and a lot of energies and auras bouncing on. off each other. It's intense in a, like a, in a way that I love, but I do find that for some reason I kind of retreat a little bit. Mm. And so I feel very loved that you still so strongly know that about Definitely. me. Well, what's one of these things that you had banked? I'm actually interested to hear what you think. Okay, well, this is this is maybe shallow, but both of our dads were gingers. Wow, <laughs> I heard, I didn't even remember that Scott Nagel in his heyday was ginger. You did not know him no. when he was in ginger because he was ginger and then he like went brown, and then he went like gray. And now he's. White. I love Scott Nagel, man. Please tell, please tell, I please know. send him my love. <laughs> Both of our dads are like 
really uh, wonderful. That makes four of us. Yeah. We both have a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We both have yeah. a younger sister. Yeah. Which is which is which is his own thing. What else do you think we have in common? Or is that three things? I guess that's many Actually, things. That's yeah, that's a few things. I'm trying to remember because I had more and now I'm forgetting that. Oh you didn't write <laughs> you didn't write you didn't write them down. I didn't write them down. Um I'd uh we both we both go to Boca Raton, Florida, nineteen ninety one Royal Palm Way each yeah. December. Me too. Oh, 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 we both have January birthdays and and your birthday is the same as Andre's birthday That's and right. the same day, same year as one of my closest friends. January 9th. It's a good it's a it good, a day. good day. Uh the this most recent January 9th, 2020, uh, fell on a Thursday, which is the night that I hosted karaoke. And so we had a massive karaoke birthday party uh, with everybody at that. Little's Dive Bar where I hosted. It was, uh, uh, my heart was very full. There were lots of, lots of tequila and lots mm. of singing <laughs> songs. Uh, I, I, it's definitely sort of wistfully thinking about times when you could actually, I don't know, embrace people (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, yeah but i am i'm curious to hear what paris and fraser have in common Mm. yeah tell us you guys Mm. you know it's so funny okay i'm gonna start this off (laughs) we actually i feel like it's so weird because when i look back i'm like wow like paris and i were not in the same like kind of clubs in high school we like I was a in performing arts. She was in engineering, science, STEM mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I went to her robotics competition. She came to my shows. You know, and like as far That's as like so those things, like it's crazy. Like I feel like I've had this thought where if we had met just in a regular class in high school, I don't know that we would have. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, but that but it's like the fact that we're such old friends that like you know. Okay, but yeah. I mean that's the thing. I don't know. You know, but at the same time, you know. What's funny is that we've said throughout our friendship many times that, and this is actually before I came out, that too bad we're not lesbians because we would like be very, very functional as a couple. <laughs> Am- <Amsterdam. laughs> you know, like, like, so it's like this weird thing of like, we, you know, we might not have like exactly the same interests, but like for some reason, the complementary part makes us common. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. things in common, you know what I mean? Like I said, this is before I came out that I even knew I was gay. <laughs> but so, and unfortunately, yeah. I just don't like girls. Otherwise, maybe it wouldn't have worked out. You know, hey. <laughs> but um, you know. I think maybe the 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 similarity in that and it sounds so s- silly, but is that we are exceptionally strange. Yes, yes, and I think that that's. I mean, if. I could just, if I could just take you back to some of the <laughs> things that we did as children, I'm, it just doesn't logically make sense. Like, it just, yeah. You guys are like a kooky level. We are level a kooky level of strange. You know, so, actually, that's, I, yeah. No, go for it. Now that you mentioned that, Paris, like, the thing that came to mind when Simone, or when the f- question was first asked and Simone and AJ were answering was that you and I are very similar anchors within our, our friends mm-hmm. in that like I feel like Ooh. both of us get described okay because I love to ask people when I meet you know friends of friends I'm like what did your friends think of me and it's the same like well she's weird but she's cool you know 
that's like consistent. consistent. She's weird, but she's cool, oh you know? God. And I feel like Paris and I like get described a similar way in that, you know? She, this is really funny because a guy at work, he described, he was like, well, she's nice, but she is strange. <laughs> oh, wow. I loved it. It was great. The person at work thinks that. Of course you did. Score. <laughs> Job done. So we're memorable. That's for sure. <laughs> weird. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I come up with more dissimilarities is that <laughs> yeah. than, than similarities. I mean, I have one. I have one actually. Okay. So number one, we both have weird names that people oh, are like, yes. name is Paris. Your oh, like this lady Paris? one time. Ooh, yeah. Quick side story. Yes. We were, so Fraser's dad has a, a company and he had a company Christmas party one time. And so there, there are the four of us. So we grew up together. I have a younger sister, Alexis, and then there's Fraser, And then our other neighbor, Amelia, the one that we mentioned earlier. And so the four of us grew up across the street from each other. And so we, her dad had a party and they were like, so here's Frazier, Amelia, Alexis, and Paris. So again, kind of a group of strange names and the late, and they said Paris and this, and I was like nine, yeah. 10 maybe. And this lady mm-hmm. looks at me and says, do you have to go to a lot of therapy? Oh my God. Yeah, what? I forgot about that. I don't even know. And I was like, uh, <laughs> no. Why? Why would you say name? that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so sorry, Frey. This is, <laughs> I just remember, she's just like, what? Like, it's unbelievable the misspellings or like the, pe- so many people have thought Paris's last name was her first name. I won't say mm-hmm. it because I don't know how no, much information you want to give, but no. they've like, like, and they misspelled my name. Paris has a, la- a last name, a, a multiple first and name. And what's funny is I have a multiple last name. name. My, all my names are all oh. technically last names, and all Paris's names are all technically first names. It's like these weird dis- dissimilarities, similarities. And then I think yeah. the biggest, I feel like the biggest Paris between us mm-hmm. is that we grew up in Los Angeles. Like, mm-hmm. there's like a bond that, like, you grow up on not just Los Angeles County, but like the LA, west side LA. of Los Angeles in yeah. LA, you know? Yeah. Like, not many people can say they got to go to the beach every weekend. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not many people, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, the city vibe and also the jadedness and, like, the low tolerance for certain things, but also mm-hmm. high tolerance traffic. for traffic at, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the it's the word I associate most with LA, unfortunately, is traffic. Jaded. Yeah. See, traffic. but the thing is, jaded. Oh, jaded. Is jaded. Jaded. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And traffic. Traffic's up there, too. <laughs> But no, tell us about the Jaded. I'm uh, so interested the, in... If you guys are Frank Ocean fans, the fifth track of his first album, Channel Orange, is called Sweet Life. And the chorus of that song, the refrain goes, why see the world when you've got the beach? Um, <laughs> and that's sort of a little of... He, Frank sort of... Channel Orange is mostly him singing the Rich Kid Blues. And I think that L.A. is associated with people who... Well, first of all, it's associated with people who are not necessarily born and raised in places like Culver City. It's uh, uh, associated mm. with celebrity and mm-hmm. excess and uh, superficiality mm-hmm. and traffic and, <laughs> and the sky being the wrong color. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yep. <laughs> with with the uh, people who don't who get to experience seventy something and sunny most of the year, whereas. Spoiled. Whereas people from people from my neck of the woods, Boston, are associated with being uh, rude and being 
stuck up about their sports teams and uh, experiencing all four seasons and having a fierce sense of pride from where they're from to a fault. And all of that is true. uh, L.A. is a place that I've talked about moving to and have talked myself out of moving to uh, a few times, not only because I don't want to catch on fire, but because I don't think I would enjoy being around people who are really it's easy to tell that they are superficial because that would uh, really not sit right with me. If I may, AJ, um, for the people that grew up in Los Angeles, the people that you're describing are the people that I call imports. Mm. They, yeah. they they move to LA mm. and they try and live the, the lifestyle or they have a job that allows them to live the lifestyle. Mm. That's why they move there kind of thing or they're part of the industry. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty small portion it you know, is like certain parts of time yeah, yeah I, I avoid Bel Air like the plague I avoid Beverly Hills like the plague because that mm-hmm. describes most of the people that you're you know that live well that live there, you know and Frazier had a very so we both we went to different schools we did not go to the same school growing up and Frazier went to a school that had a lot of money but she went as the daughter of a teacher and so we learned about this and again not putting everybody in a category because that's not what we're trying to do but there were definitely some people that we learned to deal with very 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 early on "Mm, (laughs) no (laughs) so it it is interesting i mean i i love los angeles actually um unfortunately my heart belongs in europe but i i really do love la and i went to college in la and and Frazier went, she bopped around a little bit, um, but is back and finished, finished college in LA. Mm. And so it is, um, Mm -hmm. it's not for everybody. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think that is quite, that's a good point, Frazier, that we both. I mean, I feel like the people that you're talking about AJ too, like, and Paris and I have learned to pick up on people like that from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're going to find the people who like gel with us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also I, I feel like too, it may have contributed to both of us, like our homebodies, but also like to go explore because there's so, mm-hmm. we grew up around like nothing closes at nine o'clock and mm-hmm. in LA, mm-hmm. I went to college in a small town, everything closed at in LA or, or not in LA, um, everything closed at nine o'clock which is not like LA in this little small town. And we have like a wide net that we like to go explore things, you know? And I I do think that that is the cool piece. No, it's turned into a Los Angeles talk. But the (laughs) thing that I I like about LA is that when I try to, there's, there's these, and I'm, again, there's pocket, you can do everything. You can, if you want to go for karaoke at the, the dive bar, you know, in Culver city, you can, if you want to go to a club, you can, if you want to go to the beach, you can, if you want to go to a really cool random music show that you never expected, then you can. I mean, if you just want to hang around Culver city, you can't. So I really like that. There's, you can, you can kind of almost be a different personality and still be yourself in all of these different areas. So I don't know if that makes sense, but but then I guess there's another thing we both really, really like to do is laugh. Yeah. Lots of laughing. So much Aww. laughing. And Frazier's mom likes to take a lot of photos. So there are albums of us <laughs> just laughing. She would just take photos. Again, laughing photos are the best. Like, I think they're so good. There's something incredibly nostalgic about getting one of those CVS cameras and just winding uh, yes. so it up. Mm-hmm. Nope. I agree. 
I agree. So I'm I'm wondering um, if we want to do game time. Let's jump into our game. Which I think you both will like. Yes. I hope. We hope. Uh-oh. Okay, sure, so sure we'll like it. we're going to play an improv game that we're, right. we're going to call it Mad Libs. The idea behind this game is that AJ and Frazier, you guys are going to interact in a little scene. All right. And every so often when you're trying to think of a word and you can't think of a word, you're just going to do a little hand signal and Paris and I are going to jump in. I can jump in for AJ. Paris can jump in for Frazier and give you a word, maybe a little phrase, just whatever pops into our head. And then you're going to continue with that word. (laughs) We have a little, we have a little um, premise to go off of. So you won't have to just like make something up blindly. (laughs) You two are hosts on a food show trying to teach people how to make a dish. Oh, yes. So. (laughs) I'm a terrible cook. (laughs) All right. So any questions? We're. Uh, is it our, do we're using like our own names or are we making You can up? do whatever you want. Oh, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to the big cheese with Frazier and AJ. We're here for our fifth week here at season number two. And today we're trying to make the good old fashioned grilled cheese. Aren't we Frazier? Get ready. We're trying to make the best grilled cheese that you could possibly have. Frazier, what kind of bread do you like to use for your cheese? You know, um, I, I like to mix it up. Um, I have, uh, usually I give myself a choice of wheat or turtle shell, turtle shell bread. That's, uh, you know, when I'm feeling frisky or when I'm feeling, you know, kind of feisty, I go for the turtle bread, uh, turtle shell bread, turtle shell bread, <laughs> turtle shell bread. Yeah. Turtle shell bread, sponsored by the most evil man in the country, Mitch McConnell, who takes the shell off his back and actually gives it to us uh, so we can eat a grilled cheese off of him. So uh, that that begs the question, Fraser, that uh, uh, what kind of cheese do you use? I personally like to use a little uh, mishmash of some mozzarella, some gorgonzola, some brie, and some... Balloon. And some balloon. So just in case you want your Ooh, gives you that grilled pop. cheese... Literally pop right there. Very nice. Very nice. We're off to a rousing start. Mm. <laughs> Fraser, what do you usually like to, how toasted do you like to toast your bread for this grilled cheese? You know, it really depends who's eating with me. If it's my mom or if it's the uncle's next door neighbor. Yeah. If, if the uncle's next door neighbor is here, you know, he, um, he he's really picky, you know. So uh, I I sort of gr- I grill for him as if he is a four year old. When you know? when Ra- when Randy comes over, you really have to fry the shell to the point where he can really be like, "Is this turtle? Is this?" Yeah, I, it's, it's kind of like t- hiding vegetables in a meal, you know, for him. You know, we got to make sure that he doesn't really know. It's I didn't I didn't even realize the mushrooms were in that. Yeah, well done, exactly. you know. Exactly. In uh, fact, sometimes I do like to throw some vegetables in there because he's very deficient with some things. I think it adds <laughs> to his attitude. <laughs> Rand, yeah, Randy's diet isn't exactly you know herbivorous, no. so. No. We've got we've got our we've got our toasted bread. We've got our cheese. Now you, the decision is: do we toast them together in a toaster oven, or do do it separately and then combine them afterwards? That's the question. I like personally, to use, ooh yes, go. Personally, you got to throw it right on the shell so you get 
the shell coating Mm -hmm. with the mozzarella, the gorgonzola, and the balloon, apparently. Mm -hmm. And once you take it out of the shell, now the question is, do you leave the grilled cheese as is, or do we add condiments? Condiments, always. Always condiments. Um, I enjoy a little... Ketchup? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Definitely ketchup. And sometimes if, you know, um, if I have my parents over because they're on a strict, you know, keto diet, I like to add... Green chili sauce. Green chili sauce. Green chili sauce. It's that part of the keto diet? Apparently it's very keto. (laughs) Apparently it's super keto. (laughs) And they put that on everything. (laughs) Everything. So, you know, some, staple some, and keto. This is staple. people people talk about hard, you know, hard shell tacos and soft shell tacos. Mm-hmm. This is basically your hard shell grilled cheese. That's what we're calling it. Yes. So, the hard shell green uh grilled cheese with green chili sauce, balloon in it. So, it's really going to give you just a myriad of different feelings. And it's a roller coaster ride experience. Yeah. Mm, mouthfeel. So, mouthfeel. <laughs> Surprise so explosion, mouthfeel. <laughs> Surprise explosion. I mean, that's the balloon. You see, (laughs) sometimes they pop. You don't know when they're gonna. The goal, the goal, the goal of a good sandwich and the goal of any good dish, especially here on our show, is to give you an experience that you've never had before. Because whether we're cooking for ourselves, cooking for Randy, or cooking for Mitch McConnell. Or cooking for Mitch McConnell, which would be a little bit of cannibalism, frankly, if he ate his own shell off of his back. But he would deserve it because he should get coronavirus and die. Uh, <laughs> then we really appreciate everybody who's watched our show. Tune in next week when we're going to be making... Corvette bologna? Corvette bologna. Thank you very much. For for my co-host, Fraser. I'm AJ. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Wow, it's okay. Oh my god. Oh my you, ran, god. you ran that. I was just <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, that was so like so much more fun than I anticipated. So great. So Mon, 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 do you know how I end every single podcast? That, I I do know that. And yeah. that was running through my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i end every podcast episode by saying thank you for listening to fighting fire with fire fuck mitch mcconnell <laughs> next time every episode his instagram um uh profile subscribe um yep my little bio on bio, instagram yeah. bio <laughs> includes that includes phrase. fuck mitch yeah, mcconnell i love it Okay, that was part one of our hangout sesh with AJ and Frazier. We are going to share part two with you in our next group hangout episode. Make sure to check out AJ's awesome podcast, Fighting Fire with Fire, wherever you get your podcasts. And a special thanks to Fran Boyg for our magical music. You can send us love letters or hate mail. Paris reads the hate mail. I read the love letters on our website at myfriendsfriendspod.com. Find us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod. Email us at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. And let us know if you can't find this podcast on your favorite podcast player. Make sure you subscribe and maybe share it with a friend. Thanks so much for having a great time with us. We'll talk to you on the internet. <laughs>